Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, howdy guys, welcome to episode one of 2420. My name is Stephanie Chivira and I'm the host of this show. Very exciting guys and bear with me, this is the first time that we all get together. Um, first off, I want to thank you for tuning in and let's dive in right into the fun. First episode, I have something very special to my heart, very special to the community and also a very important pillar for change in music discipline here in Waco, Texas. Sir, do you mind introducing yourself and sharing with us your current job is, please? No problem. My name is Archie Lee Hatton IV, and I'm the band director at University High School. Awesome. One's a Trojan. Always a Trojan. Always a Trojan. Yeah. Class of 2008 is the best one. I don't care what you all no, say. No, class of 99. No, sir. Oh. <laughs> was, there, was, there, was there even sewers in 1999? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we didn't have sewers. <laughs> No. <laughs> anyway, I want to go ahead and thank you on behalf of the community and every musician out there for every foundation they have given us, including me. I am I have good practice, uh, you know, thing. I have good uh, practices as a musician because of the good foundation that you gave me yeah. as a high school student. So thank well, you. You're thank thank you. you very much. So my first, uh, well, actually, this is question number three. Mr. Hatton, Archie, I'm going to call you Archie. You Mr. Me Hatton Archie. feels so weird. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're in the band hall back now. <laughs> May I please go to the band? <laughs> All right, question number three is, what was your first dream ever accomplished that you could ever remember? Um, my first dream ever was becoming the head band director at University High School. That was accomplished. And that was actually my second year teaching. That is awesome. Yeah. Was that something that you, since the second that you first saw your first band director, was that something that you were like, that is what I want to do right there for the rest of my life? You know what? It, it, I don't think it hit me right at first, but my, uh, my middle school band director, Byron Swan, said, you might as well do something for the rest of your life that you would do for free for mm. your job. And I'm like, I, I could teach music. I could do that. So I'm... It's, it's dual purpose. I'm not only changing people's lives, but I'm gratifying my own life. Like, I, I love I love music. I love teaching. And to put it both, them both together is like a good sandwich. 
I personally think that's why you're such a thrival and have happy man. You you radiate happiness. The the aura and the energy that you have, I mean it it, it surpasses the ceiling. I mean since Thank the first you. thing I remember you ever since I was like, I wanna do what that man is doing right there. <laughs> okay. Question number four. What is your biggest mistake with the biggest lesson learned? So my biggest mistake was trusting everyone. Yeah. I'd say, you know, I guess I kind of, I'm not naive, but I feel like there's good in everybody, but there's some people that just need to be left alone. And it's okay to say no and to just walk away from certain situations. Not in a confrontational way, but mm -hmm. um, just know that there's, there's people out to do you harm and you just need to stay away from those people as much as possible and try to change them. But uh, trying to find the good in everybody uh, sometimes is exhausting, but it can be detrimental. Like you, you got to be careful. So that was probably the biggest mistake in my career in life. Is that? That's a wonderful advice. I, I, I I'm gonna go ahead and throw this. I when I were I was going through a personal struggle, it was said to me, uh, "Keep your head up." Even Jesus Christ needed Judas to get to the cross. Yeah. And it was said to me, and I was like, okay, I'm leaving this alone. It's whenever you kind of understand that. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. a great, that's a great piece of advice. Um, number five. What has been the biggest dream, the dream that you have yet to accomplish yet? The biggest dream that I've yet to accomplish. Um, I have three beautiful children. Hmm. Um, and this isn't something that I have complete control over which is another thing that, you know, I kind of struggle with is, you know, knowing that there's some things you can't, you can't do any, you have to do, say the serenity prayer and be done with it. Um, but for them to be healthy, strong, and successful when they grow up, I think that's, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready for them to do better than me. That's, that's my, that's my pinnacle. That's, that's when I know I did what I was supposed to do. You know, and to have those grandbabies on my lap, I'm excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I see that the skills that you give your kids in order for them to, to be able to thrive in the environments that they desire to be in. Because right. your daughter does dance. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've saw, I've seen uh, Micah done soccer. Mm -hmm. I've seen I've seen Quinn do basketball. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're pretty much all over yeah. the spectrum. Yeah. They are musically and, athlete, and athletes also, mm -hmm. which is really what else you can ask for. Right, and I felt because growing up, and this this isn't something that I'm, I'm I guess I'm not damning my parents for not doing this but I wanted my kids exposed to everything so not only are all my kids since they were four they did soccer um, they did basketball um, whatever else they would like to get into I don't even try to push them to do it I just say what would you like to do you got to do something though what would you like to do mm -hmm. but I figured out really early that in order for my kids to thrive mentally they have to thrive physically mm -hmm. so uh, they make straight A's they get perfect scores and they're the version of me that I wish I'd have been when I was younger so and I think that's kind of the point of having kids you want to have a newer generation of kids that get what you didn't get when you were younger a better Indeed. version of you yeah so yeah but I, I feel like if I learn more instruments 10 is not enough <laughs> <laughs> 
True story. I'm telling you. All right, number six. What has been the hardest day of your life and what has helped you overcome it? The hardest day of my life? Um, wow. You know, that's, that's a really hard question because um, you have to define hard. Um, I would say the biggest struggle in my life, if I had to say that was the hardest, mm -hmm. is when um, I was moved to another location from my current job to another job. Okay. Um, I don't want to get too much into that. It just, it hurt because that was where I was trusting people. Okay. I was, you know, I was assuming my worth was being shown in my work and the amount of kids that I was bringing through the program and successes that, that followed. Um, but it was bigger than that. Uh, and when I was told, I'm sorry, you're going to be moved to a middle school across town, no questions asked. That hurt. That was really, I was like, I, I thought I, you know, I treat people right. I do what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't good enough. So I, I would say that's, that was the biggest, uh, I guess, hurt and struggle. But I overcame it by falling back on my family and my beliefs. Amen. And if it wasn't for, like I said, the serenity prayer, you know, give me power to control the things that I have control over and, uh, you know, wisdom the ability to, to wisdom, wisdom and courage yeah. to change the things that I can, which for the, right. for the audience that it does not know, serenity prayer goes, uh, Lord, grant me serenity to accept the things I can change, wisdom to know the difference, and courage to change the things that I can, which I personally have been. I, right. Serenity is all over, the, it's all over my house. Exactly. So when I say it was just really strange, and I'm, I'm not trying to get too spiritual on you, but when, when I would walk into my situation and I had kids that were, they were without a band director for a certain amount of time, and there were fights every day, oh. and I was like... I'm starting over with a group of kids that are hurt. What can I do? And when I try to handle it myself, I found myself fighting myself. And it didn't, I didn't get anywhere. But when I'd come in and say the serenity prayer, 100% of the time, the kids would just calm down and just wait for my instruction. Blew my mind, blew my mind. So since then, I think I've realized what the serenity prayer really means, which is, kind of crazy because I mean it tells you what it means in the serenity prayer but to really let go and let God is a Ooh. it's really hard to do it's, a, it's a, yeah. oh, I think it's one of the hardest things that as a humanity yeah. we can learn how to do to to you know fall back on our right. foundation right right because I think we all feel like all right so if I wanted to I can go out in that pool and I could swim but it's deeper than that Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> it's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. Who's helping you breathe? Who's helping you, you know, make those decisions about, you know, if it's too deep and I can't swim, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot deeper than that. So I would say that was the, you know, that was the situation that I felt like was probably my low. And during that time, it was crazy how it was working because during that time, it was the worst and the best time of my life because I got so much enlightenment from it because like I said, I was kind of woke from the situation. I, were, I realized you don't trust everyone, but I also, uh, during that time, my daughter uh, was going through uh, a lot of seizures. She was having seizures all the time. Um, we had um, quite a few incidences where it was like, why is this happening to me all at once? But then I joined a fraternity and you know, 
I started coming home at the right time every night instead of, you know, six, seven o'clock, busting my butt. And I realized I'm putting too much on this job, too much on this, this, I need to focus on me. I need to focus on what's important to me so that I can do better at my job. So since then, uh, there's been a lot of things that have kind of transpired and changed. Uh, we used to have band practice Monday, Wednesday, you know, sometimes another day of the week. I scaled it back to just Monday. Oh, cool. And somehow we've just blossomed. You know, the kids are like, all right, I just got one shot, Monday. We're going to rehearse on Monday. And But I was thinking before all this incident, you know, I just got to bust my butt to make things happen. And I needed to realize I don't have control over the way these kids, mm. you know, perceive eight hours of rehearsal a week. So, uh, but that's, that's, that's my, I would say it was my biggest struggle in the way I got out of it. That's, I think you, I personally have deal with struggles the same way that you deal with and falling back in my family and my faith and I this is why you see me thriving right now yeah. because of my faith and, and my family and it's worst best times I mean as Noah yeah the rainbow only came out after the storm yeah exactly I mean, it didn't come out just because of a little sprinkle mm -hmm. you know it comes out after the big big oh, yeah. torrential oh yeah rain so yeah. Awesome. All right, so I have a very fun next section to kind of, you okay. know, turn a little, uh, have a little fun. It's called the Texan question. It's called the Texan section. Okay. So you have five questions you're going to answer as I go. And he doesn't make you any less Texan or any okay. more Texan. Okay, all right, just making sure. And you people better be nice to him <laughs> now because he's, he likes something more than the other. All right, here we go. Number seven, Big Red or Dr. Pepper? Oh, Big Red. Number eight, George Strait or Willie Nelson? George Strait. Number nine, Shiner Bach or Lone Star? Shiner Bach. Number 10, Astros or Rangers? I already know this. Rangers. <laughs> and number 11, Cowboys or Texans? Oh man, so I'd have to go with Cowboys, but I have so many friends that are Texans. I'm gonna say Cowboys. Cowboys, That's all right. That's for life. Right. You're, still my, you're still my favorite music mentor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Which it reminds me that the hat that you're wearing, we got it whenever we went to that Texas yes. Ranger game I thought about at that. Uh, yeah, Arlington. Pretty yep. nice. Mine is somewhere around the house. <laughs> I fought it through the divorce, so uh, got it. <laughs> I won it. <laughs> All right, number 12. Who is your favorite community hero or role model, mentor? Hands down, my father. Your father. Hands down. Hands down, I've never met somebody so giving and so willing to give so much growing up I didn't realize why he was doing certain things because I was like you know we're a middle class family lower middle class you know he was a principal my mom's teacher like why am I why do I have three pair of pants like why am I why are we living lower than I think we should live and then I look out and he's just giving 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 those people that you know there were a lot of kids that he'd bring home it's like Dad, who is this? He's like, oh, this is such and such from Romania. And, you know, and to this day, I keep up with Rebecca, you know, and um, he's changed a lot of kids' lives. And from there, he, he didn't stop. When he retired, he's now a minister, and he's uh, at Trinity Amy Church right yeah, now. It's an East Waco, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and he, you know, he stays steadfast, and no matter how 
I felt like he was not giving enough time to me. I feel like he did so much for so many other people. I, I couldn't complain. Now that I'm an adult and I can see, like he just gave so much of himself. I, I think that's, I think that's kind of like the ideal. Um, I don't know what you would call that. Um, I wouldn't say saint because that's a little bit too up there. But I mean, that's that's how I feel about him. But I if just, that's how you perceive yeah, him, then yeah. that's how you perceive him, and don't let anybody else tell right. you that your father is not a saint. Right, right. I think I met your father maybe twice, mm -hmm. maybe, and I've seen him, you know, because y'all, it's, I mean, the physical appearance, there's no <laughs> denying on the Archies. Yeah. Even Bianca, which, shout yeah. out to Bianca. Uh, <laughs> even Bianca, I mean, there's no denying all of you three kids are like. That's my mom. Your mama. Shout out to Mama Hatton. <laughs> But it's all of you three are like, you know, and I remember your father always had, you can just tell, you yeah. know, and I mean, if you are like that, then mm -hmm. I can only imagine how much more given he is. Oh my gosh. I can so. never be like my dad. I can never be like my dad. <laughs> he is so, I, he, he's another level. He's another level. And I, I still struggle to this day to figure out how and why he is the way that he is. He did tell me. Um, recently, as recent as a couple of weeks ago, as a matter of fact, I asked him, you know, because right now he, he has these little, he has these people that he, he cares for, older people now. So uh, I'll say, why are, you, why are you always drawn to these people? He said, you know what? Growing up, older people were the ones that kept me straight on the straight and narrow. You know, they were raised in the projects. He was the oldest of seven kids, single mother family and it was the older people's the elders that kind of gave him purpose and kind of helped bring him up to where he is so he's like I just I feel comfortable around them and I know what their intentions are and I just want to contribute to that so that's beautiful yeah. yeah I wish I wish our society our community would take more time to do that for each other right then this world wouldn't be so messed up yeah yeah telling you we humans we're civilized when we're in reality we're really not yeah, civilized not. <laughs> at all whatsoever all right 13 it's a surprise uh question what's your favorite type of food archie breakfast period hands down <laughs> next question <laughs> no <laughs> 14 there he said it <laughs> what is your favorite speech to go to when you feel out of your purpose not yourself without fighting my favorite speech to go to that's What do you listen to to get you your mind back on on track to get yourself to be motivated again? You know what's really crazy is it has nothing to do with verbal song music. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. I can I can tune into. I mean, it, it doesn't even the uh, matter the genre. Um, there's a new song out with Snoop Dogg and um, it's a. Banda MX. Oh, you yeah. had to. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. Oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> And I, you know what? It's like some people play video games. Some people do drugs. Some people, you know, go through. I just listen to music. Like, you know, if if I'm feeling really down, I can go and sit in a quiet room for three minutes and listen to a song. It's it's almost like it doesn't even matter what song, but music is. I don't even know how to explain it. Music has been around since the beginning of time, and there's a reason why. Yeah. So. I believe now. Yeah. That's music. Very right about that. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite part of Waco? 
my favorite part of Waco, meaning like location or like my favorite part of being in Waco, like no, like location, location. Hmm. You're like I myself love downtown. Like you always, you know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm always downtown. If I'm not yeah. working, I'm a dichotomy or Pinewood. Yeah. You know. I'd have to say Cameron Park is like yeah. the most epic part of Waco. Um, you got hills, you got flats, you got wildlife, you have uh, horticultural, you know, like trees and uh, I always, it's just great. It's a great way to, to kind of de-stress. I love Cameron. Yeah. That's a beautiful Cameron place. Park is really awesome. And it goes along, uh, it's, it's a long time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We've gotten lost a few times with my family. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I don't yeah. know if you're aware, but apparently they are known uh, for being one of the biggest just golf courses mm -hmm. in America. Yeah. So every time there's like a, a tournament, they come to Waco and mm -hmm. see all of them people with their good tans. It's kind of crazy seeing Waco blow up like this in a good way. It's kind of cool, yeah. Yeah, I it's mean. like, y'all didn't know all this existed before? I was in Waco joined? before it was cool. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I really exactly. was. I mean, yeah. our school, the one, that school that I went to is already demolished. Yeah, yeah, It's gone. nowhere to be. The only mm -hmm. thing that you see, it's like the parking lot. Right. Which is... Uh, where the marching band fields used to oh, be. Yeah. No, it's just the parking lot of yeah. Starbucks and Bubba's 33s. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. pretty fun. All right, number 17. What is your favorite Waco activity, family project? Uh, Christmas on the street, uh, you know, Christmas festivals. Um, <coughs> Pardon me. Let's see. I like the Friday night, um, Friday night activities that Waco's been doing lately. The I'd first Fridays? Lately. Yeah, oh, first Fridays. So I'm like, way to go, Waco. That's awesome. Like, you can sit for free in a little area and you're amongst like-minded people. You know, and I, I want to go back for a second, um, and I'm not condemning you for saying this, but <laughs> I don't think the world is as bad as people see it. It's almost like a teacher. You got, I, I mean, last year we had like 172 kids in band. We've had up to 280 kids in band. If you look at all those kids, you can paint them with a, you know, a brush stroke and say, golly, these kids are bad because of four kids. Or you can say, there's four kids that are like really acting out. Um, I think what we're seeing is that social media is such that when you turn on the TV or when you look at your phone, I mean, you see the bad because it sells. You're not seeing someone helping somebody across the street or somebody baking cookies for somebody, or somebody going into a nursing home and taking care of people, or performances by different bands and stuff like this, you're seeing the things that really catch people's attention. So I would encourage any listener out there to really seek out the good things. Yeah, because they're there, and if mm -hmm. not, how about you be part of I'm not talking about you personally. How about you be part of the good, you know, and make sure you surround yourself with people that are good. Because they will, they will, I mean, the world will bring you down, for sure, for sure. But in events like that, I can see, you know, like I was saying, you know, hundreds of people out there in Cameron Park. Um, is that Indian? What, what is that where the suspension bridge is? I just call it suspension bridge. Um, I think you might be right. Yeah. yeah. So Indian they, Spring Park? Indian Spring Park, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Correct us if you're wrong yeah. with the comments, please, guys. Because right. there is a spring there, so maybe that's it. Anyways, um, but to see so many people from so many different backgrounds 
that you would think wouldn't normally want to hang out with each other sitting calmly listening to my favorite thing music mm-hmm. makes my heart feel good so I would say that have to be as far as events that happen in Waco that's probably the coolest thing that's awesome yeah. and what Archie said right now I read a very cool uh, book uh, not to get too much into yada yadas but the same energy that you use for bad so Numbers say that if you are the sixth person hanging out with five people and you don't smoke marijuana, mm. numbers say you are the sixth person, you will smoke marijuana. Okay. With that said, use the same analogy and use it for a positive scenario. So let's say I'm the sixth person hanging out with millionaire first people and I don't have millions. Numbers say a matter of time that you're going to get it. And it's a matter of time whenever I started to get sober, what happened when I started ditching my drug addict friends? Why aren't you answering the phone? Sorry, bro, I'm in, I'm, I'm in therapy. And it's things like that, like you said, use just the same that you use the bad, turn mm-hmm. it around and use it for good. Mm-hmm. And it'll blow your mind. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They, they do say the, the quickest way to wealth is hang around wealthy people. There you go. Because they'll tell you, you know, how they got wealthy. That's if that's what you seek, because I, I measure wealth differently, and I know that sounds like a poor man's speech, but <laughs> I feel like I'm extremely wealthy. I have a beautiful wife, my you know, high school sweetheart, my kids. I have family. My mom has you know, 11 brothers and sisters. My dad has six. There's like 40 to 60 grand. I mean, oh, my God, I'm rich. You, you are. Know? I love it. I love You're it. You're a billionaire. I am. You are. <laughs> I am a mental billionaire. <laughs> and also because happiness, is, it has no monetary value. Right, right. So there's plenty of people that have plenty of money and they're not happy. I mean, would I like my student loans to be paid off? Yes. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we're making it. We're making it and we're doing what we love. She's a nurse. She loves being a nurse. She also changes lives. Yes. Yeah. Whenever I'm there and I go say hi, or I mean, she's usually doing something... You yeah, know, for another person, which that's yeah. that's I mean, what a beautiful way to live, right. you know, helping others. Yeah, that's Absolutely. that's how you thrive. Absolutely, man. We're getting down to these questions. We're already at number eighteen. This is a this is a question that I'm very curious about. What is your favorite type of music? Oh man, my favorite yeah. type of music. I want to say is jazz. I'd say if if I had to choose one, I would say jazz only because. Jazz has so many subsidiaries, so you can say jazz, but I mean, there's jazz music that has, it pulls from everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just one genre. I feel like jazz is like a good gumbo. Oh, it is. You know Ooh, that's mean? a good one. Yeah, oh. yeah. So when I listen to, to jazz, I can, I can cross genres without crossing genres. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would, I would say jazz. This is a question for me. Yeah. Who's your favorite tum- trumpet player of all times? My favorite trumpet player of all times, I'd have to say Clark Terry. Okay. Yeah, I like Clark Terry. Okay. Uh, not just because he went to Texas State, because he did. Um, <laughs> uh, but I was wondering, I was like, hmm, is he biased because of the alma mater? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I would say he's my favorite just because he he's done more than just play trumpet. I mean, he's a great guy. Like, he's just, you know, you see so many, like, really popular performers that are, like, you know, oh, I'm really no, good, yeah. you know? 
I mean, because I can say my best performer, like, with ability would have to be Wynn Marsalis, but mm-hmm. um, I really like Clark Terry. And I like to hear him scat. He's got a really funny voice. Yeah. <laughs> Number 19. What would you say to those who struggling to accomplish their life purpose, Archie? You know what? Um, I would say, how do you even know what your life purpose is if you haven't lived yet? Because I think a lot of us, you know, I have a friend right now, very dear to me, that has gone from purpose to purpose to purpose because they feel like God is leading them in a different direction. But God doesn't speak to you like he speaks to me, like like we're speaking to each Mm -hmm. other. You know, you may find, (laughs) yeah, you may look at something and go, oh, it's almost like somebody going, oh, you looked at me. We're in love. No, I mean, like, it's deeper than that. So I'd say... I don't think you find your purpose until you're in your purpose. And there's a lot of people that like set a goal to make this their purpose, but that's not their purpose. That makes a lot of sense. So like, be kind, be, you know, be fair, be true to to your your neighbor. And I think your purpose just kind of comes out. For me, um, growing up around a family that traveled and there was music everywhere, it was easy. It was like, music is me. Like nostalgia uh, it makes me feel good it makes other people feel good that's what I do that's what I like doing mm-hmm. I mean so you know like you were saying though a lot of times it's situational so like you may have a group of music friends and you weren't in the music but you are now this is my purpose like mm-hmm. this is my purpose right now and being in that circle may lead you to do something else so I just say everybody's purpose should be to be kind and fair to each other and I think everything just kind of evolves around that so I'm not sure if I believe in one purpose in a person that makes a lot of sense yeah 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 we're not we're not uh solo cups we don't have one purpose and then throw us away that's you know? probably why you gave me a French horn after you gave me a bass clarinet pretty much <laughs> <laughs> I was like you can learn anything <laughs> You and that's are. something as a musician, let me tell you, thank you, because you gave me confidence as a musician that I didn't have before. And I remember one day, whenever I was still, it was my dark times, I was still abusing drugs, and I remember I grabbed the guitar and I picked it up, and I was the first, that was the best I had felt in six, seven months, and mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Wake up! And <laughs> it's exactly going back to that, yeah. you know? But... All right, man. It's been so much fun. Have yeah. you had a fun yet? Yes, absolutely. Hopefully you can send me more people this way. Okay. We need more people okay. like you. Oh. <laughs> all right. Last but not least, just to close it all up. Number 20, to you. Explain 2020 in three words. Um. Pandemic doesn't count. Or quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> They're off the chart. Uh, Love your neighbor. I know it sounds like that's my mantra during this whole thing, but honestly, I think through turmoil, the best thing you can do is help your neighbor out. Love your neighbor if you have a difference in opinion. So, I mean, that's life. You know, if they look different, if they act different, if they come from a different background, who cares? I think when you're going through things, you need each other more than ever. So just love your neighbor. I agree with that. 
I definitely agree with that. I think 2020, these times that we've been seeing, guys, has been pretty rough for everybody. Not mm -hmm. just for the kids at home, not just the teachers, everybody. Oh, yeah. Literally, absolutely, 150% all of us. Yeah. So, Archie, thank you so much for being the guest, first guest for our, for our show. This was a bunch of fun. It Thanks was, for picking me. Of course. How can I not pick you? You are... <laughs> We had to pick you. It's just one of those things. You have done so much for our community. It is, it is time uh, that people understand that not just the people that they see on TV are the only ones making a difference these days. There's been people like you that have made a tremendous, they have had a tremendous impact within our community. And I mean, goes thank you. It goes back to, I mean, I've been graduating from university high school for 10 11 years now. Yeah, 11 years. <laughs> 11 years, yeah. and I still, you know that every time if I need something, I still text you or call you, and yeah. you're still there. Yeah. So thank you so much. And guys, I hope you had a fun. Leave us some comments, likes, and go and share this with everybody. I hope you all had a fun, and stay tuned for more. Yeah, stay awesome, guys. We love you. Bye-bye. This has been a Rogue Media Network podcast.